Welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. All right. <clears throat> Something a lot's been happening since we uh, last recorded, so let's cover some uh, NHL. Let's uh, talk about what's happening in the National Hockey League. So, the some of the uh, teams that were pulling away are still pulling away. The uh, Las Vegas Knights still look really good. They're still pretty much killing their competition. <clears throat> the uh, LA Kings look pretty good. They're still winning. The uh, Hockey League starting to shape up. There's some teams that are really starting to really pull away and really set themselves apart. The Bruins are 12-1-2. The Rangers are 11-2-1. And, and the Panthers are 11-5-1. Um, they're all starting to pull away from the competition there in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah, um, I agree with you. you know, Boston Bruins look really good this year. Yeah, they do. I mean, 12-1. and one, That's a great start to the season. Um, New, New York Rangers look really good, too. Um, I think they're going to have a good season this year. Uh, Florida Panthers, they're looking really good, too. You know, last, you know, last year they made the um, Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got stopped by the Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Gold Knights. Yep. And uh, I think that the Florida Panthers are going to be a really good team this year. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah. Um, I've caught a few of their games. Like, they, they look they look legit, for sure. They got a really good team. Yep, I agree with you. They have a really good team. And I think that they'll have a great season this year, just like last, se last season. Yep. And the uh, Western Conference, you got the Golden Knights, of course, 13-3-2. The Canucks, who are 12-4-1. The Dallas Stars, who are 11-3-1. Um, all three of those will start separating themselves from the pack. You have the LA Kings, who are 9-3-3. So they're right in there. But the top three teams are kind of starting to separate themselves a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Know, Vegas Golden Knights... Looking really good after last season's Stanley Cup win. And, um, you know, I think the Vegas Gold Knights, right now, season ended right now, I think the Vegas Gold Knights would be the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. Probably. Because they're looking really good. I know they got a lot of games left to play, but, yeah, I can't argue with you there. They definitely look uh, as good as they did last year, if not maybe a little better. Yeah, um... The Canucks looking really good this year. I think they'll have a good season. But, I mean, anything can happen. Yep. But, yeah, but the Canucks are looking really good. Um, I think the LA Kings are in there. They're, I've, I've watched some of their games as well. They look they look pretty good. They're, I think they could do some damage in the playoffs uh, for how they look right now. We'll see, you know, as the season goes along, but. I know they're nine three and three, but they look pretty good. Also, I think out of the Western Conference. Um, yeah, um, I agree with you. You know, uh, L.A. Kings looking really good this year. 
uh, I think they'll have a good year this year. Mm -hmm. Their start to the season is pretty good. So, I need... Uh, I can't argue with you. Uh, LA Kings looking really good. Let's, uh... We'll see how that shapes off as it goes forward. There's several games tonight. Uh, we'll cover tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, the National Hockey League is definitely in full swing now. They are looking uh, looking good. I'm, I'm excited. I don't get to catch all the games, but I, I've enjoyed some of the games I've gotten to see already. I've gotten to watch the Boston Bruins. I agree with you. They they definitely look uh, outstanding this year. Look like for the way they look right now, they're looking at another uh, repeat appearance in the Stanley Cup as they keep playing the way they are. They definitely look like the class of the East for sure. Um, I'm not even I'm not arguing there. And then obviously the Golden Knights at this point in the season look like they're on their way to return to the Stanley Cup and maybe a back-to-back -back Stanley Cup wins. Um, just just right now, obviously a lot can change. There's a whole lot of season left. They're not even at the halfway point yet. But that's just with the, the way they look right now. They're really starting. To, those two teams are really starting to separate themselves from everybody else. Yeah, um, I I really do agree with you. No. Boston Bruins and the uh, Golden Knights. <coughs> um, I really agree with you. They're starting to separate themselves from uh, the the rest of their conference. Um, and uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're really separating themselves right now. Um, with with this start of the season, you know, great start. Yep. I know you wanted to talk a little NBA, so let's transition a bit there. So I know they're in the, playing the in-season tournament right now. The Lakers are 3-0, and which is surprising to me because they haven't really been playing that great. They are 7-6 and on the season. But then again, they had a rough start to the season last year, kind of struggled all the way up to the end and snuck their way into the playoffs. And then they fought their way to the conference championships. Just because they're having a rough go of it right now doesn't mean they can't turn things around. Yeah. I know I told you when we kind of did our preview that I, I wasn't a fan of some of the moves they made, like bringing back D'Angelo Russell. Um, he is a liability on defense, in my personal opinion, just based off what I've I got. A Lakers fan, so I watch their games as many as I can watch. I just think defensively he's a liability and they really needed somebody who could play some offense and defense. But uh, we'll see what happens going forward. One of the things that struck me uh, this year is that, I think we talked about it on another podcast, I still don't think that Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill, or Devin Booker have all played in the same game together yet. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so either. I gotta check that. The answer to that question is no. Mm. Booker is back uh, playing with Durant, but they still do not have Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill has been out, so they are still playing without all three of their 
stars together. Yes. Excuse me. You gotta, if you want to be a great team, you got to have all your stars playing. Like I'm, you said, they haven't. You know, they like Devin Booker has played a game with Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal has played a game with Kevin Durant. They have not all played together. Um, that might... And that might affect them going into the NBA in-season tournament. Yep. I mean, honestly, the in-season tournament, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's some teams that want to win it, but if, if, if a player was questionable to play or not, my guess is a team would hold them out because the in-season tournament's not really a thing yet. This is the first year for it. So, I don't think any of them are really truly worried about winning the first one. Maybe if this catches on and continues to be a thing, you know, they might be more interested in winning the in-season tournament. But I think people are more, in, the teams are, and players are more interested in the the prize at the end of the year, you know, the NBA championship. So... We'll see how that goes. The Warriors have had a rough go of it, though. I uh, I think that instead of trying to repair the relationship with Jordan Poole and keeping Draymond Green, I think that that's starting to be a bad decision for them because Draymond Green, get he's just... He's a good role player. He just makes dumb decisions. And so that came out again the other day, choking Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. He... And, and so some people are, are taking a side. Oh, well, Rudy Gobert was coming at Clay Thompson. So regardless of if Rudy was kind of pushing Clay or whatever they were doing, I, some people said they saw his hands around Clay's neck. I didn't see that in the replay. I just saw him had his hands on his arms. Regardless, like if you're going to try to help your teammate, like putting a guy in a straight up choke hold to choke him out is probably not the right decision. Maybe just inserting yourself in between them, kind of like AD and some of the other players were doing, but full out like choking a dude that that's that's not okay. Um, they Draymond Green should be suspended for at least ten games for that. My opinion, especially with his history, like he has a history of getting suspended and technicals. Like he has a history of this shady, dirty plays. Anytime you have a history of being a dirty player and making dirty plays like this, like that, your your suspension should get more and more as you go along. And that's just my personal opinion. I mean, all these suspensions for Draymond Green, I got it. I just think that the Warriors should trade him. I mean. You got, I mean, he's got like 17 ejections in that's, his career. That's the problem. They're not going to trade him because they're all friends. The Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Steph Curry. So if ownership asks Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, of course, you their answer is going to be no. No, don't trade our friend. So that's when ownership needs to decide what's more important, keeping that friendship intact. Or winning championships. I mean, it's just because right now what they have isn't winning a championship. Uh, uh Draymond Green's like the. I mean, 
you guys need to trade Draymond Green. That's that's gotta be. I mean, he's got like seventeen ejections in his career. Seventeen. I don't know if he has any value right now, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not really that good of a player, actually. Outside of Golden State, I don't think he has any value. I feel like the only option would be to at least do something with Draymond Green. Trade him, release him, something. Yeah. Because you can't hand, because a team can't have a player that's... Uh, well, he constantly sets your back. You know, yeah. te- you get technical fouls, so then the team gets to shoot free throws, then they get the ball back. If, if they're on a run... Like, that's debilitating to the rest of the team because, you know, they, that's a play that, that gives the other team more opportunities, you know, to score points or, or extend their lead. So, at that point, you know, you got to be smart. And he's just not he, – he lets his emotions take over too much. Yeah, he's not, he's not thinking before he – Acts, yes, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, it's not thinking before he does anything, and I mean, you can't just you can't just choke someone when he puts his hands on your teammate. I mean, I get taken up for your teammate. Yeah. Like I'm all for that. It's it's been happening forever. Like it, I I mean, everybody's gonna take up for their teammates. You know, I get it. I understand it. I don't I don't have any issue with that. It's just that he has a history of doing. Going overboard with stuff like that. It's like you can't go overboard. Yeah. So we look at the rest of the West. The Nuggets are obviously in the West at 9-3. and three, But right behind them is the Dallas Mavericks. Looks like Kyrie's fitting in awfully well on the Dallas now that he's had a year to kind of acclimate to the way that they play and playing next to Luka. So they are now nine and three, and they've got some pretty good wins already under their belt too. So um, Dallas is looking good, man. I mean, I I agree. I didn't. Ex- I expected Kyrie to uh, be a better player than last year in Dallas, mm-hmm. but I did not expect uh, the Mavericks to be second in the East and um, having a great start. I mean, I expected them to have a pretty good season somewhere in that top four, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I didn't expect them to be um, right behind Denver. No, I, I really didn't expect that. That was kind of a surprise to me. Missing with Timberwolves, 8-3. and three. Looks like that Rudy Gobert trade is really paying off. They're uh, third in the Western Conference right now. We'll see if that continues to hold, but looking like a pretty good move for them. Yeah, I think that was a... When they first traded for him, I think that was going to be a good move um, it because it get all the pressure off of calling Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really let uh, him... It... It wouldn't let Carl Anthony Towns make all the decisions um, for the team because he was one of the only superstars on that team. Mm-hmm. So I think that trade was good. Uh, good, a good trade for the Timberwolves. 
I think he's fitting in really well. With, so Anthony uh, Edwards has actually turned into a star there in Minnesota also. Like he's looking really good alongside Carl Anthony Towns. They kind of have two superstars. I think they're hoping that Rudy Gobert will turn into that third, you know, superstar on that team. Which right now, it looks pretty good. Eight and three. Um, yep. After that, you got the Thunder at eight and four, the Kings at seven and four, the Rockets at six and four, Lakers at seven and six, Suns are six and six, Pelicans are six and six. And then the Warriors at six and seven. Let's talk about the Clippers. The Clippers made that that big trade, and they are four and seven currently. I mean, uh, you know, you got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Mm-hmm. You know, Russell Westbrook and James Harden have some uh, a pretty good connection because they because they played together before. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were uh, with uh, Oklahoma City, yeah, I thought that the Clippers would have pretty good start to the season, but I mean four and seven, not the best. They haven't been that good, no. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's kind of surprised me that um, the uh, the Clippers are four and seven right now. Um, I mean, I didn't ex- I, I really didn't expect that. That was kind of a surprise to me. Because they're right now a great team. Um, I think that uh, Clippers might might finish the season strong. I don't know. I mean, it's early. It's really early. I mean, they've only played, what, 11 games? So, you know, it's 11 out of 82. It's early. They can always, you know... Uh, turn it around it, it's it's way too early to count them out but I'm just four and seven surprises me as far as they go because you know you got Kawhi, Paul George, now you have James Harden, you got Russell Westbrook like uh, that's interesting that they're four and seven at this stage you know. <clears throat> yeah that's kind of interesting to me I mean it really is. It's almost like those guys aren't complimenting each other right now. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the East. You have the Celtics at ten and two. Looks like their moves are panning out for them and paying off for now. Um then you have the Sixers at nine and three. Um they're looking really good. As a matter of fact, they look better now than they did with James Harden. So they might have just uh, may have gotten better addition by subtraction, right? They get rid of James Harden, get some pretty good role players off the Clippers, and now they're, they're looking pretty good on the season so far in the East. You got the Bucks at 8-4. and four. I know Lillard's been in and out with injury. Um, the Heat are 8-4. and four. The Pacers are 7-4. and four. Magic are 7-5. and five. Knicks are 7-5. and five. Cavaliers are 6-6. Six and six. Nets are 6-6. Six and six. And Hawks are 6-6. Six and six. The surprise in this group to me is the Magic. The Orlando Magic actually look a lot better this year than they did last year. And they're actually winning some games this year that they didn't win last year. So they look like they've definitely gotten better. You know, I I thought the Orlando Magic would have, would have a better season this year than last year because mm-hmm. I thought um, 
this year would be the year that they would be a better team and may maybe make the playoffs. Um, I knew this would happen. This this is no surprise to me. I I knew that the Orlando Magic um, would uh, be pr- have a pretty good start this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I did expect this. This was no surprise to me. <laughs> Let's talk about Franz Wagner. So, so far this year, he's looked a lot better than he... So, he was good last year, but he's looked better, even better this year than he did last year. And right now, he's averaging 18.5 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, and 3.2 assists. But the last four games, he scored 20 points or more. So, that's pretty significant for him. He's... He's getting a lot better. He needs to work on his accuracy because his field goal percentage leaves uh, something to be desired. But to be honest, all in all, like he's playing really good. He's had some really good games. He's actually, in the last four or five games, he's outplayed Paolo Bancaro, who was supposed to be the, the face and cornerstone of the team. So I, I think that's pretty significant right there. Yeah, um, because against uh, Milwaukee, he had tw- 24 points, mm-hmm. 50 uh, percent uh, fi- uh, with field goal percentage, mm-hmm. 33.3 percent on three point, and 85.7 with percentage uh, on free throws, six rebounds, three assists. So don't, don't get me wrong, Paolo Bancaro is averaging 18.2 points per game, 7.1 rebounds, and 4.8 assists. Um, which is also pretty stellar. Those two, both together, obviously the leaders of the team. Either one can have a big night at any given time. Um, so they're definitely the two, the top two superstars on that team. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you. I think they are the top two superstars on that team because um, they're both looking really good. Mm-hmm. And I think the Magic will have a pretty good season this year. You know, um, mm-hmm. to this start, uh, to the start to the season, they're looking pretty yeah. good. They look like a playoff team right now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah um, I, I totally agree with you. They do look like a playoff team. Uh, they're definitely not world beaters and probably not a, a threat to, to make it to the finals, but they, they look like they're actually improving and are definitely a playoff team right as of right now. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I really think that right now they look like a, a playoff team right now. I think they can make the playoffs this year. You know? mm-hmm. uh, just my opinion. I think e- they can make it. Even if it's in the playing game, I agree. I, I think they can at least make, make that kind of appearance in the playoffs. They're, they're definitely playing really good. They're playing better than the Hawks or the Bulls for sure. Yeah, I um, I agree. I, I do agree with you. No, I think they're gonna have a good, good season this year. I think so. I think so. Um, the surprise to me is the the Bucks. I know they're number three at eight and four, which is fine. You know, you don't have to. Uh, regular season, you don't have to. It's early. You know, they've played twelve games. You know, you don't have to be destroying everybody already. Um, 
I think that it's going to take some time for Lillard to fit in to what they do. But I, honestly, I think come playoff time, barring any crazy injuries, I think people are going to have to watch out for the Bucks. And the thing that, that set for me, once they get get it together, I think that's going to be different from the Celtics is that they play defense. And that's another thing me and you talked about the other day. We watched that Celtics-Sixers game where the Celtics won. But what I was telling you is I think that it, right now the Celtics are winning. But I think that the defensive players they let go are going to show up come playoff time. Because I think when they need to get stops, they're not going to be able to. Now, I could be wrong. The Celtics could prove me wrong. I still think they're definitely one of the better team, top three teams in the East, regardless of that. But I think that their defensive deficiency is really going to show up in the uh, – I think it's going to show up in the playoffs, man. I really do. Yeah, um, you know, Drew Holiday trade, I thought this was going to be uh, – you know, I thought this, this wasn't going to really improve the Celtics. Um, I thought it was – it's just going to make them the same. But, I mean, they're looking pretty good, you know. Um, yeah. That, that 76ers game was a really good game. And I think that uh, Celtic continue this streak. I think they'll make the NBA Finals. I, yeah, this is one of the top three teams. I think they definitely have an opportunity to. Uh, I still think that the, the Bucks. Or in the hunt for that one. And uh, I think that the the Heat are always, man, they're kind of like the Lakers on the other side. They struggle a bit during the regular season, but usually down the stretch they catch fire, they sneak their way in the playoffs, and then they just start beating everybody. So the Heat are always a threat. They snuck their way, like last year, they snuck their way to the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, and they just and they just kept beating teams, and they <coughs> made it to the conference finals, yep. and they won it, but they lost the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. So, so, they were seventh seed. Well, even last seed, year, you know, they, they snuck their way in the playoffs, and then, the, was it the Celtics they lost to in no, the they, conference finals? Well, they beat the Celtics 43. Oh, that's right. They sure did. And they lost to the Nuggets in the finals. That's right. That's right. You're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking the year before. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. Uh, that's kind of the what the Heat do. So, we'll see what happens this year. But, yeah, I, I think you, you still got to keep the Heat in that conversation. And I think the Celtics, Sixers, and Bucks. All have an opportunity to make the finals this year if they continue to play the way they're playing. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, top three teams really looking. They're looking really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, if the Celtics continue to play very uh, great basketball, and uh, I think that. Uh, the Celtics might capture that number one seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're looking really good this year. So, I mean, I mean, 
um, you know, Celtics keep rolling. They're probably gonna get that. That they're they're probably gonna be the best team in the Eastern Conference. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what's been what's been troubling the Bucks is uh, Damian Lillard's health. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Damian Lillard has hasn't played much with the Bucks because of uh, injuries. And I think that's kind of what, what, uh, I think that's kind of what's affecting Milwaukee right now. Uh, Probably so. I know he doesn't, he hasn't, he's, he's in and out, um, but honestly, they could probably win games without him in the regular season where they really need him is in the playoffs for sure because obviously he'll take in the playoffs he'll take some pressure off of Giannis and Chris Middleton by hitting some big time shots he's proven um, since he's come into the league in his career that he can hit big time shots and that's what they traded for and for they hit big time shots in the playoffs yep that's true that's true so for me that that for the Bucks that's where his value comes in and when Bucks get in the playoffs like that's when they need Dame time right because that's that's what's going to take the pressure off of uh, everybody else is, is if he shows up in the playoffs. Regular season, they can they can win enough games to get in the playoffs. Whether you know whether he's in the lineup or not, um, playoffs is where they really want him. Yeah. That that's the money money maker right there. That's that's where they want him to come up big just to to help out. You know, Giannis and and Chris Middleton. So for me, that's that's where he's gonna make his money, is when they get in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, um, that's all I got for today. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover for today or talk about, or any any stories out there you want to talk about? Uh, no, nothing else. All right. We thank you guys for listening. Don't forget. If uh, you don't listen to podcasts, please, or your friends and family don't listen to podcasts, please send them over to the our YouTube channel, same name, Common Man's Take on Sports, and we post the every show on YouTube as well. We thank you for your listening. We hope you continue to listen. Have a good night.